When I was a young boy, my uh, father would ask me, uh, when he would come home at night, mother would say, now, you need to maybe talk with your dad. And so I would talk with my father, and he would ask me about my day, and I would explain things that happened and challenges I had. And at times, I would have um, disobeyed mother, you know, and, and I would talk about that. And I would have all sorts of excuses. Well, it was my sister, Carol. It was her fault. Or it was my friend down the straight street, Hugh Schaefer. It was his fault. You know, things always were somebody else's fault. And along the way, my dad, in teaching me, came to the point to say, John, you will be an adult or you will become a, a, a man when you are able to admit that you're responsible for certain areas of your life, when there are things that have gone wrong, when you say, you know, that was my fault. Take responsibility for it and then ask for forgiveness and move on. And it was a lesson that I learned that I can always point the fingers at somebody else's fault. I'm the victim. It's they, they that did it. Or no, it's what is it? The system is doing it to me. Recognizing there are things that I am responsible for. If I fail to do something, it's my responsibility. And so often in today's world, we find everybody wanting to point the finger every other direction rather than pointing it back at themselves. Today we want to look at a little area of this story. This is Good Friday and recognize what it was that happened on Good Friday and how we were involved in this, how we have responsibility. John chapter 19, verses 23 through 30. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled, that said, they divided my clothes among them and cast lots from my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. 
A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Good Friday. That's an interesting term because this is the day that we recognize um, all of human history revolved from this point. The, all of the past was dealt with at this point. All of the future was dealt with at this point in history. This day, Good Friday, is a, such a wonderful day. And I, there, I know there's so many things Things you understand from Sunday school, uh, lessons, uh, blogs, sermons you've heard that understand what, what richness is in the issues that happened on Good Friday. We could not express it all in this devotion. I want to address, though, the first little phrase that we had in our reading today as it was read for us earlier when it said, When the soldiers crucified Jesus... That's an interesting thing. Was it those Jewish people who shouted, crucify him? Did they have any responsibility? Or was it these soldiers? They were responsible for crucifying Jesus. Well, some would say, well, it's the Jews who did it. Those Pharisees who rejected him. It was their fault. Or was it Pilate who allowed it to happen? Was it his fault? Oh, no, yeah. And then I know often when we come to that point in sermons or lessons around this time of year, we recognize and we also say that it was our fault that He was crucified. Recognizing that it, if it was not for our sin, if it was not for our rejection of God, if it was not for our turning our back on God, There'd be no need for his death to pay the price. But I want to take it one step further. And it comes out of the, the Bible verse you're all familiar with. And I'm always re really encouraged that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Who crucified Jesus? God did. Because without His death, without Him taking our punishment, we could never have come near to God. It was in God that we found that avenue to come into relationship with Him. So I want to encourage you today that we have responsibility, but recognizing that it was not our determination, not our will that crucified Christ, but it was the provision God made for us when He sent His only begotten Son. And through His death on the cross, He bore our sin. The, the, the Romans, uh, the wages of sin is death. It was Christ who paid that price for us. There's a verse back in uh, Revelation that speaks about uh, that the lake of fire is the second death. Well, it's the area of our life that if we are born once, 
we're going to die twice. That there's the physical death, and then there's the death of eternity in the lake of fire. That that was declared the second death. Now the other side is also there, that if we're born twice, by way of a mother, and then a being born again, the work of the Spirit in our lives. If we're born twice, we only die once. And that's simply a, a stepping through a doorway, a threshold. This past week, I was able to honor a lady who for 94 years had followed the Lord. She accepted Him in her teenage years, but her family had guided her all the way through for 94 years, knowing that the Lord was her friend, the one that came alongside of her. And in that way, she acknowledged that it was God's provision for her. He took care of the responsibility she had for the wages of sin is death, that he would take that and bear that. I want to encourage you today to know that all of our life, all of the challenges we have from the beginning when we first surrender ourselves to God, when we say, Lord, I give you my life, I ask you to come into my heart, and I ask you to guide my every step. From that point on, as we have the ups and downs of maturity, as we struggle with our challenges, those are the times we crucify Christ again. But it was provided for us when the Father sent His Son. Today, I want to encourage you to not lose heart, to recognize this is Good Friday because God loved us so much that He provided for us a way to deal with the things we are sinners in when we fail Him. We follow Him and He will guide us. Today, seek Him in everything. At the end of our passage for today, it said that uh, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, He bowed His head and gave up His spirit. It is finished. What was it that was finished? The salvation work that was begun in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3 that, G, that God the Father said He would send one who would deal with sin, would deal with the serpent. And it was that all through history looking forward to that Savior that would come. And it was in Jesus Christ, the Messiah, that there was that finished work accomplished. So when he said, Telios, the area of giving over the completed account that was required for our sin, Jesus declared it finished. Telios. Heavenly Father, today we thank you that you are the one who guides us and you are the one who calls us and Lord, you are the one who, in your wisdom, sent your only begotten Son. Today we're mindful of the great sacrifice that happened there on the cross. 
as Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He bore our sin. And that separation from you occurred. And that sin he took upon himself. Father, today we thank you for that gift of your Son, that payment for our sin. Lord, today we just thank you for loving us enough to send your only begotten Son. In your precious name, may we bring glory to you in remembrance of the sacrifice you made and Jesus made. In your precious name, amen. Sing your song, let your heart go and stepping in closer. Sing, sing.